Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Beat. My name is Watson Pope, and I'm going to be your host today. We are joined with the amazing Brianna Venskis, actress. You may have seen her on Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and she was actually just announced that she's going to be in the brand new comedy series, Unconventional. Brianna, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. So as you know, um, or may know, the Beatific Society, our mission is to celebrate and support connection and inclusivity between the straight and LGBTQ plus teen communities. So with that in mind, could you tell me just a little bit about what kind of your teenage years were like as a child in the LGBTQ community? Oh man, uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was a little different than it is now, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was a teenager sort of in the, you know, 90s to early 2000s range. And, you know, I also grew up in North Carolina, so it was the South. Um, and I also went to Catholic school. So it was, it was a real, uh, it was a real sort of, uh, not tumultuous, but I would say it was definitely not the most comfortable time to have definitely, I mean, as a kid, I think I knew very, very early on just sort of that I was different and I didn't really have any words to kind of put my finger on it or any sort of real understanding of it. Um, mm -hmm. But it was definitely, you know, I mean, once I kind of came into my own and I definitely got a lot of pushback at times from some people in my community, especially being in a Catholic school. I mean, it, it very much so went directly against what was being taught to me. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, you kind of power through. I was very lucky to have really awesome parents who were just so wonderful. And though we never really kind of like put the nail on the head right out of the gate, it was they were definitely just like, listen, no matter who you are, no matter what you want or what you want to do, like you're perfect. You're just different and it's fine. Be you and live your life. So I would say the one thing that I think really brought us all together, regardless of, you know, the differences being a teenager was for me, honestly, humor and, and sense mm -hmm. of humor. Like I, I found that if I could make people laugh, they kind of forgot about everything else. Um, so for me, I think the, the idea of finding sort of like a common ground of what we could all laugh in and, and really, mm -hmm. you know, spark that sort of fire versus right. any sort of negativity. So, yeah, but that's yeah. not to say I didn't have good friends. I definitely had really good friends growing up, um, but it was definitely just a lot. It was a lot more um, isolated than it is now. I feel like mm -hmm. to, to have grown up, you know, being a part of the LGBTQ community because, you know, nowadays you can hop on the internet and meet 20 million friends. Back back when I was right. a kid, it was like AOL chat rooms and half the time they were just older guys and you were like, wait a minute, this isn't real. <laughs> like, this isn't what I want. Yeah, yeah. It is. This isn't what I want now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I love that your parents were like so open. I think that's so, so beautiful, especially like today and all of, like you said, like being able to go online and finding all these people who you can relate with. Um, yeah. So is there like one piece of knowledge that you know now that you maybe wish you could go back and tell your younger self or? Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I, the one thing that I wish I could have told myself is like, no matter what is happening to you right now, I guarantee you when you are in your 20s, it's going to be like a tiny little blip on the radar mm -hmm. in terms of in terms of what really matters. So. I mean, there were so many things that I wish I had done, but I was so worried about what people would think of me and, and what would happen if I, you know, did a certain thing or acted a certain way. And, you know, now I'm looking back at it and I'm like, oh, I should have just done it. I mean, I love where I am now. I love the path that I'm on, but like, I should have just done that. I should have just been me. And even now in my 30s, looking back on my 20s, I'm like, I should have just done stuff in my 20s. Why was I afraid to do that? Um, right. 
So I think the things that like, if you feel this really big calling for yourself, be it with, you know, expressing who you are, or even just interests that you have or things that you want to explore in your life and your career, mm-hmm. if it's that strong, like just do it. I mean, no matter who's telling you not to, it's, it's going to end up one way or the other anyway. So you might as well do what you want and what feels right. right. Um, yeah. So just follow your gut. <laughs> That's my, go with your gut. My, yeah. Go with the gut. Go yeah. with the gut. It's, it's not going to lead you astray. I promise you. <laughs> Well, and it it really is inspiring to kind of watch your journey, because I feel like no matter what, you're always doing something and and being creative and coming up with new ideas. So like, where do you draw inspiration from? What what drives you? Um, You know, I I think this past year and a half has really been uh, sort of like a, a real public expression of what's kind of always been going on for me. Um, mm-hmm. cause it's kind of funny when I started doing like these weird little videos on Instagram, a lot of people were like, I can't believe that you do these. like, when, where did this come from? And I'm like, Oh no, this is who I've been literally my entire life. I'm just finally telling people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just think there is very much so some part of me that is, uh, you know, I, I love to create, I love to share. I think that, I love to find ways to comment on society and, and kind of what we're going through at the moment. And like, again, looping back to being a teenager, I think laughter is the right. best way to do that. And I think being funny is the best way to do that, to kind of open mm-hmm. as many doors as possible and bring in as many different types of people. Um, and so, yeah, I think there's sort of like a drive to just, you know, I, I see so much sort of tension and so much negativity out there on the internet now. And, you know, you're dumb and you don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, guys, why don't we, you can still express how you feel, but do it in a way that feels inclusive and feels like mm-hmm. you are not making fun of someone, but you're trying to lighten the situation in general so that you can right. then have more open discussion about it. Right. Um, and I think and so, yeah, this, this past year has really been more about that. Than, than yeah. <laughs> and, and with two year actors with the podcast, which I think you briefly mentioned, yeah. you putting on Instagram, you know, tell us a little bit about that and kind of how you came up with, with the idea to do that. Oh, gosh, I went on Spotify one day and I literally saw every actor that's ever existed has a podcast now. (laughs) And I think it's wonderful. I mean, they have wonderful voices. But at the same time, I was like, wow, are we all really that bored that we all just want to have a podcast right now? Mm -hmm. Um, So it kind of came like half out of like a satire and half out of it would be really funny for me to just interview dumb things around my house as if they were really insightful people. <laughs> so it just sort of came as that. And, it, and it's, it's turned into this sort of uh, just, I, I hope it comes across because I know a lot of my friends do actually have podcasts. I hope it comes across as like a more playful sort of take on, on the podcast right. world because they're literally, I swear there's, there have to be at least a hundred actors with podcasts. Oh my right goodness. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And, you know, I going back to teenagers just a little bit, you know, being kind of where you are now and having gone through all the things that you've, you've been through, if you could say one piece of advice that you would give to people my age and kind of in, in my position today, what would it be? It can be anything. Ooh. Um, aside from drink water, um, I would <laughs> say uh, just do what makes you happy, honestly. I, um mm-hmm. I grew up 
in in a time where you know and a lot of people did prior to me and even now we grew up in the society that tells you to go for money and follow money and and make a career and be mm-hmm. secure and there's a lot of validity in that obviously because it's the real world and this is how we live um but do what makes you happy if it doesn't make you happy you're going to spend so much of your life being really unsettled with your existence. So I, I would say just follow your gut and, and do what makes you happy. And mm-hmm. as long as you have that light and that spark, the world around you is going to reflect it. I love that. Um, so I actually have a little bit of announcement. The Beatific Society, we're starting a brand new thing called the Beatific Book List. And you're the very first person that I'm, you're, is going to be involved in this. So okay. if you had one book that inspired you or influenced you uh in your life can be any book okay. to recommend to our viewers and our followers what would it be Ooh, okay um should it should it be i mean it should i don't know okay so there's i'm gonna go different age you can ranges. say a few you can say a few I mean, if yeah. you need to i'm okay. gonna go different age ranges okay. um my my initial one is harold and the purple crayon because it's oh, brilliant mm-hmm. And I don't care how old you are, it's an incredible book, even if it is pictures. Um, <laughs> and I recently just read this other book. I have it actually right here. It's Johan uh, Hari, and it's called Lost mm-hmm. Connections. And I read it at the beginning of the pandemic last year. And it's just such a really, he's so well-read and well-spoken and really spent mm-hmm. a lot of time experiencing what he wrote about versus just writing a book as, as if uh, it was a study. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, Lost Connections, he... It's an easy read for any age, I think. And he just touches on so many wonderful things that like blew my mind. And I, I like read it and I was, had to read it again because I was like, wait, mm-hmm. it's so simple, but he's so right. Like there's just there's right. connections that weren't made, lost connections. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's perfect. Well, thank you so much, Brianna, for, yeah. for joining me today. And Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> thank you again so much. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of The Beat. Make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an update. I'm going to link Brianna's Instagram and her podcast down below, so make sure to go check those out. Peace.